communication, collaboration, consideration, confirmation, bridging the generation gap, X, Y, Z, and beyond. This is Volante. This is Venice. Today's topic is weed, dope or not. As we know, or most of us know, Illinois has become the 11th state to legalize marijuana. And it is creating quite a buzz. You have people who are all for it. You have people who are against it. But this is one area where research shows that generations X, Y, and Z for the most part, agree on the legalization of marijuana. What do you think, B? I agree. You agree. And, and I'm looking at this, and the funny thing is, it, it was illegal. And when you do research to really find the negative impacts of marijuana, you've really got to deep. And I remember, I know, B, you probably have never seen this, but there was a commercial on TV, and it was a skillet or a griddle. And they would say, this is drugs. And they would have it there. Then they would crack an egg and let the egg fry on the skittle, on the griddle. And it would say, this is your brain on drugs. So it was kind of like marijuana and all of these drugs would fry your brain. This commercial, I remember seeing it every single day. And they would air it around the three to five time when a lot of kids would be at home watching TV. And so... It was always just drilled in us that if you got high, it would fry your brain, your, it would dull your senses, your brain wouldn't develop. And when I researched this, and as you know, research is my strong suit. I searched and I searched and all I saw was vague statements that said that it impacts your brain. No researches, no proof, nothing. So now as a parent, I'm sitting here. And we're having this discussion about marijuana. And as a good parent, quote unquote, I should tell you, oh, don't smoke that stuff. It's bad. But again, that doesn't work for millennials and Generation Z. Because when I tell you not to do something, what's your natural response to me? Why? Why? What's wrong with it? And it's funny, you know, when we talk about these generations, because the way I was raised, your mama says something. It's okay. You don't talk back. You don't ask questions. Your generations, okay, mommy, why? And when I try to answer that question, I'm I'm kind of like, um, 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 well, so you tell me what are some of the facts that you know about marijuana? Marijuana has CBD and THC both in it. Okay, I don't understand those letters. <laughs> A B C D E F G weed. <laughs> CBD is um, the cannabidiol and that and the THC, the molecules, they have the exact same chemical formula, but they're rearranged differently. So the CBD gives you the same effect as the THC. However, it's not as noticeable in your behavior. So there's a lot of benefits to the Marijuana usage or the weed usage? Yes, there's a lot of benefits to the marijuana usage and benefits benefits to the CBD usage, such as help with um, nausea, vomiting, inflammation, chronic pain, digestive health, uh, side effects of chemotherapy, all of that. But CBD has the same thing in it. However, when you smoke or take in THC, 
you can see it in your behavior. Um, your eyes might turn a different color. You may act differently. But with the CBD, it's not as noticeable, but you get the same effect. Now, that's interesting. And I get that you're telling me that weed has all of these these um, medicinal properties. But that's not why people are smoking it for the most part. You know, we're, we're just trying to get high. And I guess that's my issue with it. And I'll say that, you know, I'm a person, I, I don't really do alcohol, I don't really do tobacco, and I don't do weed. Because I prefer not to put anything in my body that has the ability to alter my state of mind to the point where I'm not fully in control. And also to have me at a place where it could potentially be addictive. So that's kind of why I steer clear of that. And then also I do have spiritual and religious reasons for not doing that. But we're not on this show to preach. But just in general, those are my, that's my thought and that's how I was taught. But when you, everybody makes a comparison, okay? There's weed, there's alcohol. So, it, and people have been saying this for years, that alcohol and, and tobacco, they're saying that it's more deadly than weed. So how are they legal and how is weed not legal? And the funny thing about it, there's an article in Forbes that says that the millennials, the voice of the millennials is what's really challenging the prohibition of marijuana now. Because you guys are so vocal. Again, you have that. Well, why? Why can't we? We want to. Tell me why not. Prove it to me. And that's what you're happening. What's happening. So tell me about that. Why? Is this such a big deal? And again, it's not new. I've always known people who smoke it. I know people who sell it. But it's always been kind of like, okay, we're just going to sneak and do this. But your generation is just like, we want weed. We want legal weed. <laughs> we want it now. What is that? Um, what is it as to why you think that has an effect or why we want it so bad? Why is it so important now? to be made legal. Everybody seemed to be just kind of cool with, you know, going to get it wherever they get it from. But recently it's been a real push. This needs think, to be legal. I know um I think that even sometimes being on Snapchat before the before before it was legal, I would see a lot of articles about benefits and more benefits that people are finding on weed so now it's kind of like it's been a thing where it's illegal so people will still go do it and just try to hide it you know not get caught by the police but now that we're seeing these articles we're pushing like okay do you see what we can really do for you therefore it should be legal because it's a good thing and then back to the comparison with alcohol we're wondering why alcohol is legal but there's so much that alcohol can impair you so badly but weed does not have as much as an effect. Yeah, I got to give it to you. There's definitely more deaths connected to alcohol and tobacco than there is to marijuana. I don't even know that there is um, a good number of deaths that's created, that's connected to marijuana. But we, the, I mean, a tobacco package, pack, says right on there that there's a Surgeon General's warning. So it's kind of like, okay, so you're making this legal. But the weed is not legal. And there's definitely, I have to say this, there's definitely not as much scientific proof against what weed does to your health as there is against what tobacco and alcohol does to your health. 
but those are legal. Okay, now, 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 everybody, my teenagers that's listening, in Illinois, the bill did pass, but when does the bill take effect, Venice? <laughs> January 1st, 2020. <laughs> so you're not going to be just out there driving around talking about it's legal because it's a really good way to get yourself in trouble. So again, it's, it's, it's legal, but it does also, not want to affect also, yet. Also, you have to be 21. Okay. The yeah. age restriction is 21. Let's talk about that. So, without putting you on the spot, let's talk about, first of all, it's illegal in general. But, teen, teens, and marijuana. How easy is it for a teenager to get weed? Now, mind you, it's not even legal yet. But how easy is it for a teen to get weed? Very easy. Where can you get it from? With I mean, just... Almost, I, I think you can get it from almost anywhere. Um, there's websites online that show you how to grow it. <laughs> it, it, it is. So <laughs> Let me go check the backyard. <laughs> you can grow it. So people, people grow it. Um, people sell it. And it's such a large clientele because it's illegal. So it's easy to get. Um, to be able to sell it to people. So how is buying... it easy because it's because it's illegal? That should make it not easy because it's illegal. No, because it's illegal and people want it. Demand that puts it in high demand. So now Crazy. someone grows it, they're gonna sell it to anybody who wants it, and they're making money. It's really easy to find. So my generation, you see the joints. You know, now your generation, we're doing the blunts, and so so let's talk about the different ways that people are consuming weed I th- do you does your generation smoke, smoke joints yes okay i think joints is where it all started and um as it progressed and got more popular there were different there are there are a ton of different ways to smoke it there's joints um people use blunts where you break down a swisher or a backwood you take out and you take out the tobacco a swisher or what backwoods woods leaves leaves <laughs> what Swisher, swishers dutches le- leaves any of those you break it down and you got the tobacco out and so these are cigars which also have the surgeon general warning on the back but we break it break it down and take out the tobacco and you repack it with the weed and you reseal it do people ever mix tobacco and weed yes all the time all and the time what does that do it only gives you more of a buzz it gives you the same effect as the thc and the tobacco combined so the way you would feel i guess after you smoke a cigarette would kind of be combined with the high of the thc and see that's the one thing that would be the one area where i think that people were so reluctant to make weed legal because when you get high you get high um the effects of marijuana is almost immediate as opposed to cigarettes, it's bad for your health, but it does not intoxicate you and it doesn't really alter your mental state. Same thing with alcohol. There is a legal limit of alcohol, although I do maintain this. People who drink a lot, even if they're within the legal limit, you can kind of see alcohol kind of takes the buzz off, makes you relax a little bit. So it does change you as well. So with weed, I think the huge argument is that you take a hit, you got a blunt, you got a joint, whatever you got, and then you're high. No. 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 Um, 
the way it kind of works out because there's so many different ways to um use it it kind of depends on how you use it so there's more than just the joints and the blunts i would uh say i think that a blunt would get you that instant high then they also have pens pens give you the oil it's where you take the weed and it's melted down into an oil and you smoke it out of a vaporizer or pen vapes um dab pens and it's consumed as an oil and you can't smell it any of that it's really discreet that's a that's something that was really popular and so how easy would this be to hide from a parent or a teacher it depends if the teenager any of it if a teenager is indulging in marijuana how easy would it be for that teenager to hide that from a parent or anybody at school in terms of purchasing it in terms of ingesting it easy very easy with the um with the pen i think the pen is probably the most easiest way because it's literally as small and skinny as a pen they have short ones they have long ones some that fit literally the size of the palm of your hand and you can smoke that um i know people would bring them to school go in the bathroom and smoke it and the smoke disappears it's a vape so it just disappears no smell no nothing so nobody even knows i'm sorry but <laughs> a, a couple of your deans were pretty clueless i mean as you know i found <laughs> I've battled a couple of your deans who they should not be in an educational system. But that's a whole different story, <laughs> whole different show. But um, and I, I kind of wanted to have this conversation because a lot of parents my age or just parents of teenagers in general are fighting what I call it's guerrilla warfare parenting. Are you familiar with what guerrilla warfare is? Guerrilla warfare was was. Um, popular in Vietnam and the thing is it's kind of like if you're fighting and you're there you're in front of me I'm fighting you and I know you're my enemy I can fight you right because I see you and I know guerrilla warfare is I'm coming at you I'm jumping out of holes I'm setting landmines I'm laying traps for you I'm coming for you and you don't even know what's hitting you and that's what I feel like as a parent in 2019 it's guerrilla warfare parenting and you have this kid that can be in your house and they're on drugs and you don't even know it. They're out also, here. Keep going. Also with the um, ways to consume it, like another way with hiding it, um, edibles. They infuse the THC, the um the THC into candy. Um Sour Patch Kids, they look like regular Sour Patch Kids. Little do you know. So you- is that why you like Sour Patch Kids and gummy bears so, <laughs> so well? No. <laughs> No, but it's really easy to hide. They come in a package, looks exactly like the regular candy, um, chocolate, brownies, cookies. Uh, I remember at my school before, there were people selling cookies, and our teachers would not say anything because they think that students are just selling cookies. Little did they know. What if the teacher bought some cookies and ate it? We didn't sell them to the teacher. What if I was a teacher and I said, I'm going to be nice and support you? You don't sell them your- around the teachers. They would be in the hallways or in the bathrooms to tell them and nobody saw this. Never. And if you're in class eating a cookie, I mean, what are they going to say? Oh, my goodness. So you can infuse them into cookies, um, brownies, drinks, almost anything. And it would just look like a regular drink or candy. And you couldn't tell that it was infused with the cannabis. That is crazy. And it's it's amazing that something that typically was illegal or is still illegal in a lot of states is so common and so easily accessible 
And this is a discussion that we have to have because again, in this millennium, there is no such thing as no, because I said so. Stop, because I said so. And before we dismiss millennials and Generation Z as being just rude, disrespectful, we need to pay attention to how smart they are and that they have actual answers. And what you guys are doing is you're forcing us to do research and to educate ourselves. And so as a mom, I can't just say, don't do weed. Weed is bad. It's going to fry your brain. You're forcing me to go and research so that when I tell you something, if I don't want you to do it, I have real cold, hard facts and reason. Because otherwise, if I don't, and we see how much information you have, and I come at you with no information, that is part, we, the first episode we talked about was respect. And that's partly where that comes from, because if I'm coming at you about stuff and I have no no uh, research and facts to back it up, you, you're just like, okay, yeah, whatever. And yeah. you start to dismiss what I say and think that I don't know anything. Yeah. So when we talk about this, okay, and again, this is something though where X, Y, and Z in, in record numbers, I think it says that 84%, I'm at this Forbes article, 84% of millennials think that marijuana should be legalized. And I think we are rapidly moving toward a, a point where it's going to be, uh, it's, it won't be prohibited in the United States at all. And that that's huge. And when I think about that, it's here. I don't believe that it's going anywhere. At first I was looking at it because even before it was legal, I would walk through and you just smell it so strong. Personally, I hate the smell of it. I, I hate that odor. And it's the smell, especially when people have that smell, it's the marijuana, alcohol, and tobacco smell. It just reeks. And even before it was legal, I would walk through and just kind of smell the cloud of it. But again, I would smell that when I was younger as well. But now it's just out in the open. So now it's going to be there. And it's going to be, it's not going anywhere. And then, like you, okay, you might like the smell of weed. I personally, I think that cigars, a, a good cigar, smells good. So now there's people who says that cigar stinks. So now are we making this about my personal preference? Or are we making this about what's good for you, what's good for for another, your body? Another thing, I think that with weed being illegal, it forced um, our, our generation to find different ways to smoke it because the weed pens, the dab pens weren't always around and popular. Then they came out with the jewel for the tobacco. Well, you can't really smell a jewel as you can somebody smoking a cigarette. Well, now you can't smell someone walking down the street. You can smell someone walking down the street smoking a blunt, but if they have a pen, you almost don't even know what's in it. You just see the oil and the pen and the smoke coming out. You have no idea what they're smoking. So I think that it being illegal kind of forced us to find these many different ways, such as um, cooking it into um, foods, our edibles. Growing it. Growing it, everything. Because it's more, still more than what I told you. There's um, bongs, bowls, um, pipes. You could even use an apple. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing, though, that I have to admit that I really admire about Gen Z 
and millennials. Not that you guys figured out how to smoke weed legally. Not that. But I love how smart you are. And that's what's fascinating about it. Do I agree with the way that you apply uh, that intellect? No, all the time. But I love, I mean, to think of the fact, okay, this is illegal. So we want to be uh, innovative and create other ways to do that. I love to see people create something new. They even have pipes that look like cigarettes that you pack with. (laughs) Just to be able to do something different. That's what I really, really admire about your generations, which is why I wanted to do this show. Because instead of just saying you guys are this, and I hear it so much, those millennials and most of my people, as we said before, don't even want to work with you guys. It's just like, oh my God, they're, they're terrible. But no, they're really, really smart. And if we could look at you and watch just how smart and creative you guys are, and steer that in a better direction and use our wisdom to help you apply that creativity and that intellect, then we could really just make the world better and and make so many more advances. Now, another issue, though, which I kind of do agree with, with weed, why people oppose it is is because it's been referred to as sort of like the um the the launching pad launching pad to drugs you start with weed and then from there you're in the environment you're you're in the the whole drug environment and it's very easy to migrate into your cocaine yeah and to your drugs and your what you say those pills those zans uh zans uh, adderall the, there's, there's a ton with different names and also with the pills another thing that um i've seen uh, people do, they will crush the pill down and also mix that into the blunt with the weed. So we'll go into what you're saying and I can say this kind of towards the end. Yeah, and see, that's another huge concern with it. And again, it goes back to me, which is kind of why I kind of don't really agree with it or say, you know, step back from it a little bit. Be careful. Any, anytime something is mind mind altering. So now you're already in this state where you kind of lose, you kind of lay back and you're more receptive to trying something new. So now I'm there, I'm at a party or wherever I am getting high and I got my brownies or my pen or my blunt or whatever. Now, whoever is there is going to introduce me to something else. And here's the thing. It's business. Because typically, am I right on this? Yes. The person, I didn't ask you yet. <laughs> no, I, I know. <laughs> the, the person who sells weed typically sells more stuff, right? Yeah. So I knew, like me. I knew what you were going to say. I'm a graphic designer. I'll design your logo for you. But now you know what? You need business cards. Now you know what? You need a website. You need a website. So as a businesswoman... I'm I'm sucking you in. Well, that's not really what I do, but it is. You know, I'm I'm marketing. It's called uh marketing everything that I have because as my as my client, I want you to have everything that I offer. Mm-hmm. So if I'm a drug dealer and you just want a little weed, you know, I get you. I've been selling you this for a little while. Now, now I'm going to ask you, "Hey, pills. I got these pens and you want to try this. Um, right. I have these Addies and you want to try this. I have Zans, you want to try these." So, Next thing you know, you like Pookie on New Jack City. You don't even know. Oh, I just went all the way back before you were born. Uh, Pookie was the hype played by Chris Rock in New Jack City. So now you you at the point where you strung out and you don't even know how you got there. And that's what's dangerous, especially for teenagers who are underage. Because the fact that you're doing something underage, 
and you're sneaking and doing it is not the most responsible thing. So now you out here and you exposed to all of this stuff. Then next thing you know, your parents getting a phone call that you're unresponsive or even worse that you've lost your life. Or even sometimes in those environments with drugs and alcohol, there's usually some level of danger and violence. And so you're involved in all of that, which is why I would kind of say step away from it. Again, and I told you, I have a whole set of religious, spiritual, I don't like the word religious, I have a whole set of spiritual re uh, reasons why I refrain from it. Because in my mind, I don't want anything to have control over my mind other than God. But this show is not about me preaching. It is about a dialogue bet between the generations so that we can understand each other and appreciate what we do to the extent that as a 48-year-old woman, if I'm talking to a 20-year-old who engages in marijuana, I'm not going to allow the fact that that 20-year-old gets high to make me just step away from her and not be able to work with her and be an example to her, to mentor her, to help her, because that's not right for me to do that either, you know? Yeah. Okay, now what else were you going to say? Also, with the THC effects, um, there are... It does alter, like it's shown to alter your senses of sight, smell, and hearing. So it can have altering effects to your senses. Hunger, the munchies. Hunger, yes. It Is will that make why you... you eat so much? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it can make, it will make you very, very hungry. And see, those are, those are all things, again, as I... Again, those are all things. Again, I maybe it's my people use it sometimes for eating disorders. They have trouble eating for eating disorders. They get to help gain weight, but also it can cause you to lose weight if you're not eating with it. So the weed can make you lose weight, but it also causes hunger, which makes you eat more than you would typically if you didn't have that high. Mm-hmm. And see, those are all things that. For me, anytime you lose use words like this makes you do something by nature, I like to be in control. I like to know exactly what I'm going to do. So I'm very slow. Even with alcohol, if you have a glass of wine with dinner, that's one thing. But when somebody says, I have, I've had a stressful day, I'm going to go out and have a drink because I want to get drunk. Okay, that's saying that I am about to relinquish my faculties to the control of a substance that I'm going to put in my body, be it weed or marijuana or uh, or even nicotine, to tobacco, because even tobacco, tobacco does not change. But if there is something that has a property in it that has me addicted to it, where I will spend my money on that, I have seen people who didn't even have money for food, go buy a pack of cigarettes, then you borrow money for food. I'm like, what? what is that? When, when something has that kind of control over you, that's what makes it dangerous from what, from my perspective. And so that's, that's why I tend to say no to all of it. And especially as a parent, when you have underage children, you are too young to smoke, you're too young to drink, and you are too long, too young to indulge in marijuana, even if it is made legal. And just to that point, with the legalization of marijuana coming, 
Do you think that will impact underage marijuana? You think it'll make it increase or decrease? Um, it seems it like it's. I think it's gonna. I think it's going to increase. I know that they made the age twenty one and older. However, I don't think that it will stop anybody underage who consumes it. I don't think. I don't think it will stop it. And there's also fourteen, fifteen year olds who even younger, twelve year olds who have access and engaged to it maybe from inf- older influences and I think that it will cause I think that it will cause more I think that more of them will start to do it because it's legal now because at that age sometimes you have that feeling like oh it's illegal so I'm scared well now you know you're under age but the plant itself is legal so mm-hmm. you'll still do it now you have easier access to it yeah, and even just why it been in the house cuz I had told you before you were laughing at me I had to be about 7 or 8 and I was at a family member's house who had some weed. And another family member who was my age, another kid, knew how to roll a joint. <laughs> so, you know, they were like, yeah, okay, you put this in there and you smoke it. And I think I was about eight or nine. And I didn't inhale it because I was scared to actually inhale the smoke. So I just kind of put my mouth on it and blew through it. And then I put it down. And that would literally be my only experience with weed. And I, cause I'm looking at it like, and it looked crazy cause I'm, it does. It looked like actual weed to me. And I'm looking at it like, what is that? And then me, and also too, here's another thing by me being eight or nine, you know how I think I'm just like, well, I can just go outside and pull some weeds out of the grass <laughs> and put that in there and smoke it. And I, I, I started to, but something stopped me. I'm literally thinking, and those are things though with children. I literally remember thinking, I could just go get me some grass, I give me some notebook paper, and roll it up and light it. Now, that would have been deadly because now you're inhaling just just raw smoke. And those are all things to consider, even for as a, as a teenager. If you are a teenager and you do get high and you got little brothers and, you, and little sisters and they're seeing you do this, kids do not have an accurate perception of what is going on. They will see you with this marijuana and be like, oh, that's the same stuff. They're going to get some dirt out the ground. I mean, the literally. blunt looks like a brown paper bag. They might go get a paper bag and roll it up with <laughs> some of anything like, in I'm it. Like, i the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so just consider that there's just so many ways that this can go wrong. And it's a thing where y'all wanted to have this show. And I'm hoping that I'm not offending any of my a religious or a Christian community by having this discussion. But even in the church, I maintain that you cannot go to the sanctuary and just shut out the world and act like none of this is going on because there are too many children, teenagers, kids right in the church and they're doing all of this stuff and the parents are at church preaching, dancing and having a good old time. They don't even they're not even aware of what's going on with their in their homes with their children and tragedy is striking. I mean it's unreal the amount of children that we're seeing and teenagers that we're seeing losing their lives. And so much of it could be avoided just by communication. And that is the point of XYZ and beyond. I want to see more interaction. Leave us comments. Send us email. Even join us on the show. You know, we have a format where we can call in and we can talk about this. And that's where we want to go with this. And this, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with weed. But again, so weed, is it dope or not? I personally am not a fan of it. I would not encourage anyone or children to do it. At the same time, I cannot give you concrete scientific evidence 
of why you should not smoke it because there really isn't any. And when you bring up the argument about the comparison between weed, alcohol, and tobacco, it, it really shifts in favor of weed. But again, consider yourself, consider your goals, consider what you want to do, consider your spirit, spirituality before you put anything into your body like that. V, what do you have to say? Well, before we go. Oh my goodness, it's going to be good. <laughs> no, I do want to go over um, some of the rules and the restrictions for it, for the especially my generation listening, because... Are y'all going to jail? <laughs> <laughs> because I know everyone is pretty excited. Could you imagine a whole jail full of high teenagers? <laughs> <laughs> but no. party in there. <laughs> but no, everyone, I know I've seen... Um, some of my peers, everyone is excited that it is now legal. However, you can still go to jail from it being underage. Um, as far as growing and selling it, I have an article from the Chicago Tribune. For selling it, it will be sold in some retail stores and in medical marijuana dispensaries. And as for buying it, you have to be 21 and over. You can only possess up to 30 grams or about one ounce. 5 grams of the concentrate or 500 milligrams of THC in a product such as gummies, uh, lotions, anything. And adult visitors to the state can only possess up to 15 grams of marijuana. Okay, stop for a minute. So, okay, you're, you're throwing out all of these numbers. So you're at a traffic stop. <laughs> the police pulls you over. How are they going to know well, how many milligrams of THC is in your gummy bears? Well, actually... You can, okay, well it, well, it depends on, you can hide it, but, um, and you can hide it. They might not know that it is THC in the gummy bears, but if you have them and you're selling like, them. let me taste that and see what's in there. <laughs> if you have them and they're selling them, sometimes on the THC infused packages, it will tell you how many milligrams are on there. So if you still have it packaged and you get caught and you're selling it, well, you may not get arrested for selling it, but if you're selling it with too much in it, then you can get in trouble for that. Um. Mm-hmm. And then, so they put it on the package. Yes, the package will show you how many uh, milligrams, how how much is infused. Like with the pens, different carts they have gram carts, um, half a gram carts, different different carts that tell you how much. is So they come with it. professional packaging. They don't. Yes, it's, it's not just like in a little brown paper no, bag. No, no, professional packaging that shows you what mm-hmm. it is, how much is in it, what's there, all of that. Oh, okay. And then it's prohibited in public places, like on the streets or in a park. So you, wouldn't you think cannot. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you can still be in tr- get in trouble for walking down the street smoking a blunt. Um you can have it you can have it in a motor vehicle or a correctional facility or you near someone. You cannot. You cannot. No. So how do you transport it? You can't smoke it like Oh, you using can't, it. Oh, you can't using it. it. Okay. You can't consume it. So you're not driving down the street just smoking your blunt. Right. No, you cannot. That does not make that legal. People do it, but that does not make that legal now. Um, you cannot have it near someone um, under 21. Because you can do that with a cigar. Yes, but not with the marijuana. You can't have it near someone under 21. You cannot have it while driving a boat, flying a plane, by a school bus driver, police, fire okay, or correction officer on duty. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but it is okay to use at home as long as outsiders do not use it. Um, I know that with growing it, you do have to obtain a license. If you grow it, it has to be 
inside your home, not publicly accessible and not accessible by anyone under 21 years old. And for the criminal records, it says that the governor will pardon past convictions for possessions of up to 30 grams with the attorney general going to court to expunge or delete public records of a conviction or arrest. For possession of 30 to 500 grams, an individual or state's attorney may petition the court to vacate and expunge the conviction, but prosecutors may object with the judge to make the decision. So there are still some restrictions and guidelines. So if you get pulled over, that doesn't mean you can say, oh, it's legal now. Just blow smoke in the police first. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. So there are rules to that. So I just want to say... To still be careful with it, also with um, lacing it, um, people will lace it, breaking down pills. If you're rolling a blunt, just be careful. Try to study and know what strains you're smoking, where it's coming from, all of it. So you're not just putting it into your body because, oh, it's legal. You think everything's okay now. Well, it's not. Good. And also for parents, I would just advise you. Find out what's going on. Do your research. We are not, we are no longer living in a day where we can just say, no, don't. That doesn't work. It doesn't fly. The millennials and Generation Z have forced us to step up our game, even in terms of the example that we're setting, but also knowing what's going on, especially with the, with the, internet there's so much information available to them and as parents as mentors as leaders as adults we have a responsibility to arm ourselves with at least as much information as they have so that we can support this generation and there's a difference between knowledge and wisdom This generation has boatloads of knowledge. And I say all the time, I think that my daughter is smarter smarter than me. These kids are smart. So they have the knowledge. It's up to us to have the wisdom to guide that knowledge and allow them to make quality decisions. We cannot afford to lose these generations. And that is the entire point of this show the name of it is xyz and beyond meaning i'm not trying to make gen z be the last generation i want there to be more generations and i want them to be able to carry on the world and that's why we're going to be having these conversations and we're going to get into deeper into more areas of controversy because we want to break down the controversy through communication and bridge these gaps between generations X, Y, Z, and beyond.